Okay, so here we are. Another evening, of course, of love. We are presently in the third treatise. The third treatise on the personal self. Yes, I think that's it. And we are finished chapter 9. We'll be starting with chapter 10 this evening, an exercise in forgetting. And for sure, well, we'll get as far as we can get. And so we have Judy and Yvonne and myself. We'll be reading and just let's take a few deep breaths, relax. Feel the love, bring the love in. Hold on to it and let it come out with the breath and send it out to the world. Send that love out. Send it. Feel it. Know it. We are love. We are God. We are one. And a few words to get us settled in. God's life and love flow within our bodies and our minds as a steady stream of healing energy and strengthening power. Our bodies are well. Our hearts and minds are at peace. So feel that. Feel your body. Feel it healthy. Feel it right. And let your heart and mind just rest in peace. Bring that heart and mind together in wholeheartedness and find that peace within. It's there. It's for us. Okay. So, Last week, we finished up chapter 9, where he said to us, let me just put this on, hold on. Are you, okay. You who have followed me beyond the world, walls of the house of illusion, are now called to begin the act of revealing and creating anew the life of heaven on earth. This is the pilgrim, 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 Oh, God, I know. Pilgrimage. All right, that's the best I could do. I set you upon as real as those who in the time of Moses joined through the desert to the promised land, that journeyed, oh boy, journeyed through the desert to the promised land. That journey remained metaphor. Somebody read that last paragraph. I'm just not with it tonight. Judy, would you read 9.7, please? Okay, I just had to unmute myself. 9.7. This is the pilgrimage I set you upon, as real as those who in the times of Moses journeyed through the desert to the promised land. That journey remained metaphorical because it did not pass beyond the arena of beliefs into the arena of ideas. The Israelites believed in a promised land, but they did not dwell in it. You are called to dwell in the promised land, the house of truth. I preferred your rendition, actually, Paula. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Something's not functioning well. Oh, but it's adorable, so, you know, just let it be. 
the mind and the, the tongue and the mouth are just not coordinating. <laughs> Yvonne, Yvonne, you want to start with one? Sure. Okay. Chapter 10. Thank you. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Judy. <laughs> Getting us going here. An exercise, in, an exercise in forgetting. A course of love talked much of remembering. Now we must talk about forgetting. While nothing need to be given up to enter the house of truth or to encounter the truth, you must realize that while meaninglessness exists within your mind, that while meaninglessness exists within your mind, you will be, be working still to replace it with meaning rather than allowing the meaning that exists in everything to be remembered or known. Thus are more practical lessons needed in regard to the life of the body that you now will let serve our cause of creating heaven on earth. Do you want me to go, Paula, or do you want to go? Hello? Paula? Hello? Yeah. Yeah? I hit the wrong They They updated my phone, and they moved the buttons around, and I keep hitting the wrong buttons. Um, I hit the mute when I should hit speaker, so just bear with me tonight. I'm no going to read two, and then Judy, you okay. read three. This is, okay? Okay. Yeah, we got it. All right. The first lesson is offered as an exercise in forgetting. As often as possible within your daily life, I ask you to forget as much of what you have learned as you are able. I like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. The first, oh, Yvonne. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want Yvonne or me to go? I'll go. Okay. The first thing, oh my God. The first thing (laughs) I ask you to forget is your need to find a place where blame, remember that, blame, forget, where blame can be placed. You who have been waiting to get to the hard part of this course may find it here. The idea of blame is incongruous with the idea of a benevolent creator and a benevolent creation, and as such is the only blasphemy. To blame yourself is as senseless as blaming others. And your inclination to place blame upon yourself must be given up as well. When it is said that you are the cause, it is not meant that you are to blame for anything. Although many a child has been blamed for his or her failure to learn, blame yourself, blame of yourself is as uncalled for as is blaming a child for lessons yet to be learned. Yvonne, take it away. Taking away the idea of placing blame will change your thought processes beyond your wildest imagining. You will be surprised at how many times you recognize blame where before you saw it not. Just as in the beginning, you did not recognize all that you had feared. But just as you have from recognizing what it is you fear been able to bring these concerns to love, you can now do so with blame. All you need to do is catch yourself 
in the act of placing blame and say to yourself, I was placing blame again, and I choose to do it no longer. You need not spend any more time with blame than this. And I offer you no word or sentiment to replace it. I ask you simply to take the thought of it from your mind as quickly as it enters. Pass. Now, isn't this perfect to what we would just basically say? Mm-hmm. Does he not know us so well? And give us the words when we need to hear it and say it and read it. That's just unbelievable. Judica, carry on. You would find this easier if a replacement were offered for ridding your mind of blame will leave an empty space, an empty space you will long to fill. This act of consciously choosing not to place blame will short-circuit the many thoughts that you would attach to this idea, thoughts that have formed a chain reaction of situations and events, feelings and behaviors that you had no realization were birthed from the idea of blame. Although I offer it not as a replacement, what you will find will come in the place of blame is an idea of acceptance of what is, an idea that is needed now. Acceptance of what is is acceptance that whatever is happening in the present moment is a gift and a lesson. What comes as a lesson may not seem like a gift, but all lessons are gifts. While some of these lessons may come in forms that make them seem like lessons of old, they will not be repeats of lessons that have come before. They will not be lessons that you find difficult or distressing if you accept them as lessons and realize that all lessons are gifts. What you have struggled to learn in the past, you have struggled with only because you did not realize the nature of the situation as a lesson or recognize that all lessons are gifts. Wow, Jesus, that's pretty clear there. Thank you. (laughs) Yep. Paula, do you want to read seven, or do you want me to read it? Me or Paula? Me talking Paula. to I was talking to Paula. Yeah. Do you want to read seven, or do you want me to read wait, it? Wait, wait. I hit the wrong button again. I figured. Yes. Hello? <laughs> yeah, she's dealing with that new phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's, yeah, they, they switched the mute button to the other side, and I keep hitting the mute button. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. All right. Okay. Let's, Judy, why don't you read seven and let's dialogue on what we just read. These seven first paragraphs are very powerful, I think. Okay. I then, agree. You know, it's going to bring us into something else with eight. So, yeah, read ah, seven okay. and then open the floor. Okay. This relates to our exercise on forgetting, for you must forget the ways in which you have formally reacted to every situation. Not one situation coming to you now will be a repeat of the past. How can it be when the past was lived in the house of illusion and the present is lived in the house of truth? Being cognizant of this is the only way 
that the simultaneous learning and unlearning that was spoken of earlier will be able to be realized. You have passed through your time of unlearning what the past but seemed to teach you. Now, while life may seem much unchanged in its outward appearance, it is up to you to become aware of the total change that has, in truth, taken place. Yeah. The floor is is open. Let the dialogue begin. Yeah, Zivan here. I the first paragraph. She's that's that was something to me. Well, well, nothing is needed. Nothing. Well, well, nothing need be given up to enter the house of truth. And then he goes on to say, you must realize that while meaninglessness exists within your mind, you will be working to replace it with meaning rather than allowing the meaning that exists in everything to be remembered or known. See, that's it. Just allow. Mm-hmm. Just need all this work and, and and effort and so on. Everything is already accomplished. Everything is there for us. We just have to allow and be open and accept. I'm learning that more and more and more every day in my life. Yeah. So it's that's getting awesome. easier. My life is getting a little easier, you know, in terms of mm-hmm. stress. That so. I definitely I picked up on that right away on that, that paragraph. Yeah, I mean, just that first sentence in six: acceptance of what is is acceptance that whatever whatever is happening in the present moment is a gift, a lesson. What comes as a lesson may not seem like a gift, but all lessons are gifts. That is something I have taken in so deeply into my heart. And when the mm hits the fan, I stand back. I know I'll get crazy at the, you know, my mind will go wild, I'll get blah, blah. And I settle myself down and say, Paula, no matter how bad it looks, or how settled you are, there's something here. There's something that's for your higher good. Don't look at it as bad. It's good. And I it changes. Not nothing mm-hmm. changes, but I change. And that's what that is. <laughs> that's it. That's the idea. It's all up to us. Yep. All yep exactly. Exactly. Yep. That's it. I mean and like <sighs> Lana. Lana is not Lana the perfect example. Like she, mm-hmm. she oh, here was my week in the hospital again. I was there for a purpose. I was there to spread love. You know, not saying, oh, my God, what's going on? About, you know, the whole lamenting of, you know, I'm in the hospital. You know, it's just a perfect example. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. Oh, and I just, want to sh- I just want to share no. this, too. The last three weeks, I have been really, really sick. Now, oh. I learned from Lana. <laughs> that just because I'm feeling sick for three weeks as a result of that stupid vaccine, I don't have oh. to get all crazy within myself. I don't have to moan and wail and, and walk around with, with ashes and sackcloth. I don't have to do any of that stuff. I can just be perfectly at peace with feeling sick day in and day out. And I have been. 
And I just want to say, yes, Lana, you're a beautiful example. And I take a lot of what you say, well, actually everything you say, I take it to heart. I remember one time you shared that you tried to bring, you bring love into every situation. And you know what? From Mm -hmm. that moment on, I decided in the morning when I get up, I am going to bring as much love as possible as I'm capable of into today. And I keep that thought with me all day long. And so I can honestly say that, (laughs) well, it's the truth. So I just want you to know that. And I I, I I just, you know, like you... You know, like, you girls have been wonderful. I hear what you shared, Yvonne, and I have been exactly like that, too. And hearing you share it strengthens it in you, and, of course, it definitely strengthens it in me, too, because I relate completely, 100%, with that whole idea, that whole idea Mm -hmm. that it is all within me. Everything is within me. So I listen to that. I listen to you, ladies, and, God, I can't tell you how much I love you all. It's just make it's just making life just so easy. It's so easy. And Paula, you know I just absolutely adore you. You're my absolute you're my ultimate hero. <laughs> okay. I mean <laughs> Oh you are. You're just my hero. I mean you're you but let me just uh, I just have to say this, okay, that um since the pandemic started and I think I may have shared this, I, I have been an absolute coward. I will not go out of the house except to get a vaccine. I stay home. I rarely go out the door, if ever. Mm. Um, I'm terrified. I got really badly, horribly sick back in uh, 17, 2017. I got really, really sick. In fact, I was almost, I was like a, a millimeter close to being hospitalized and having my lungs drained. That's how bad oh. it was. And I said to my husband, from this point on, this is it. I've had it. This is, I, I'm not doing this ever again. I refuse to get this sick ever again. And then, of course, three years later, here comes the pandemic. And, of course, the threat's yeah. there. It's everywhere. And I just became full of, that's it. I'm not going out. I'm not doing anything. That's it. I'm home for the duration. And I have maintained that. Now, I'm not exactly proud of it, but I'm not ashamed of it either. Um, in my mind, mm-hmm. I don't want to get that sick ever again. I've been there. I've done that. I was so close to death, it wasn't even funny. I don't want to go there again. And so I just decided, I made a decision, that's it, I'm not going anywhere. And you ladies, you go out and you have no, no thought about it. I just, I envy you. I am, not, it's not envy, I am in awe. I am in awe. Especially you, Paula, because I know you're out all the time, everywhere, all the time. And you go here, there, and everywhere. And it's just, it's wonderful. I mean, you know, I won't do it. I won't do it. I'll wait for it to end before I go out because I, I just made a decision. I don't ever want to get that sick again. And these last three weeks have shown me that I still don't want to get that sick. I've just been teetering on the edge. I've been balancing on a, on a high wire for the last three weeks, just feeling, feeling the illness and, and just experiencing it but not making a big deal about it. Um, my husband's aware of it, not that I complain or, or at all. He just watches me and he notices and he knows I'm not well. There are some days I can't even get dressed. The exhaustion is just... I mean, just everything. It's like I've got every symptom of COVID that, that is just long-lasting except loss of taste and loss of smell. That's the only symptoms of COVID that I do not have. And there's no reason why I should have it at all. I don't. I mean, I was fine up until I got the vaccine. And then ever since then, it's just been one thing after another, day in and day out. And you know what? I'm okay with all of it. As long as I'm still sucking air, I'm fine. So 
that's my little rent for the evening. And thank you uh, for I listening. I think you're alone. I think there are a lot of people, especially you know people that are you know up in age like us, you know, with the COVID. Yeah. I mean, my sister. I lost my sister to COVID, and she was healthy as a horse. She was the one that was healthy in the family, and oh, yeah. um, so I can understand that. I I don't. I go. I well, I'm housebound. You know, just because of my disabilities. I, the only place I go is really to the doctors and to the hospital. And, um, you know, but I've made peace with that, you know, and it's, oh, yeah. it's like I have my kingdom. My kingdom of heaven is this room and um, the kitchen. And, and um, <laughs> I, have, I have friends that visit. I have friends that visit me and my neighbors and the workmen that are always working on the house and, um, and my roommate, uh, you know, so and the people I talk to. So I have a lot of communication, but um, I don't really leave the house either. So, um, and, you know, and like I said before, you know, Jesus says do what brings you peace. And if that brings you peace, then do it, because there's nothing more powerful than a peaceful mind. And don't feel guilty. Don't blame yourself. That's just what, it's accepting what is. And, and, that's what is with you that right is. now. Yes, it is. That's what's so. Yeah. That is what is with you right now. So you can feel guilty about it or do battle with it or try to change. No. Or you can just <laughs> accept it and allow it. And, yeah. you know, and, much what, and be at peace. And be at peace. Judy, whatever works. Whatever yeah. works. Because paragraph four says, right? It says, I was placing blame, and I'll do it no longer. I need not spend any more time with blame. And the only thing Mm -hmm. you do is just take the thought of it from your mind as quickly as it enters. So that's it. You you let it go. You feel that way. You let it go. So You know, the baby itself, he says it in quotes. I was placing blame again, and I choose to do do so no longer. Say it over okay. and over. I'm not going to blame myself. Yeah, and I'm not yes. going to blame. I don't, it's not that I, I go blame and myself. Okay. I'm just teetering. I'm teetering. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I'm teetering. I'm not into full-on blaming myself because I do have long periods of peace. I do. I really do. In spite of feeling like crap, I still have long periods of peace. So mm-hmm. I know I'm not, yeah. And that's basically where I'm at. And I guess when I come on defensive, and I probably did, it's simply because the rest of the world seems to be moving on. But here I am, and I'm like you. I sit in my house 24-7. I look out the window in the summertime. I'll go out in the back patio. I haven't used the hot tub at all. I will just go out in the back patio. I'll take a walk around the patio, take a look at the trees around, and breathe in the fresh air, and then I'm back inside again. But in the wintertime, you won't catch me anywhere. And so I've just been kind of, well, okay, this is the choice I made. And at the time, I had a perfectly, for myself, not for anybody else, but for myself, I had a perfectly legitimate reason for doing what I have done. And I'm okay with it. I guess what I'm still, I guess what I'm still experiencing within myself is some judgment. Okay? Mm -hmm. I must be experiencing some judgment because every time... I share this, and I, I think maybe this is the first time I've ever really shared it completely. There's still this feeling that I'm going to be judged. So I went, no, it's not you, girls. It's me. It's me you judging myself. Blame, so. Call it judgment. Call it any. It's only a word. 
It's yeah. what's within. And, yeah. you know, if this is what works for your soul right now, yes, do it. Who's to say? Who's to say anything about that? You know, the world, Nobody we, does. We make yeah. the world out there. How You know, yeah, that's true. make a world that if this is fine. This is the way I choose to choose, you know, spend this life, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's fine. It is fine. Yeah, it is fine. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, I guess it was... Just um, how it is now. To stay present. Yeah, well, just is. how it is now. A year from now, yeah. you might, your mind might be in a totally different place. Yeah. Who knows? Don't and, know. and if it's yeah, not, that's okay, it's too. Yeah. Don't one resist it. it. Okay. No, I'll try not to. I mean, your support means the world to me right now. Oh, my God. And I can't oh. thank you enough. Yeah, I feel it. I do feel it. I want to share something um, uh, just real quickly, Paul, when you said um, that uh, this reading tonight was kind of very similar to what we were talking about. And and, um, and I was sharing uh, that everything is either a lesson or a blessing. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and then Jesus says in here, everything's either a lesson or a gift, which is the same. A blessing is mm-hmm. a gift. And um, so... You know, I I can look at everything. You know, when when I get this, um, I had um, respiratory respiratory failure that put me in mm-hmm. the hospital, and and of course I I cannot relate to not having the energy to get dressed or not having the energy even to make it to the kitchen or the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I just didn't have the energy, and and he gave he started me on this new medicine, uh, which puts some really strong medicine right into my lungs. It's kind yes. of like an inhaler, but it's not really an inhaler. I mean, I suck it in, but it goes, it's very targeted. It's not like my albuterol, you know, where I, I get rapid response. This I just mm-hmm. take once a day, like a pill. But um, yeah. it really cleared it up, you know. And, and I, tr- I truly, I truly experience God showing up everywhere in doctors and medicine and hospitals I'm not gonna I'm not gonna refuse any of the gifts that are brought to my attention and that heal me and um, that's just what the guidance I've been given you know Jesus says let the doctors mm-hmm. take care of your body and I'll take care yep. of your mind and he's kept yep. that promise he keeps <sighs> me in perfect peace you know so the only yeah. one that can preserve my peace is myself, and that's yeah, usually exactly. through judgment. Through judgment, I don't have to yeah. worry about anybody else judging me because I do a good <laughs> enough job of that myself. <laughs> oh yeah, oh I can relate to you. You know, you know, but then oops, it's like that Britney Spears song. Oops, I did it again. You know, and and this, let it go. Yeah. <laughs> Let it go. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, we um, are. Yeah. So well, funny. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you say your uh, salvation is but this? You're doing it to yourself? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, my God. but yourself. Exactly right. Oh, my Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just, I got it. I got it. Hi. Right. Um, Judy, I mean, the thing that I learned, I have to live my own life. No one else yeah. can tell me how to 
my life, whether it's my body, whatever. No one can mm-hmm. tell you that. And that's and you know I'm very I'm very feel very blessed that I kind of learned that early in my life. But then I obviously I had a lot of problems along the way too. But uh, I always seemed to know that it was only me who could be responsible for my life. So you know the way what you're doing is what's right for you. So that's what you have to go with. You know. Yeah. 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 Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, all of you. Thank no, you. There's no comparison, right? Where are you comparing no, true. to? I'm comparing to my ideal of who I should be, of course. There you go. There you go. Oh, God, I know what you mean. Yeah. We get rid of one identity, then we make up another one. Yeah, well, you got to change your mind tomorrow about what you want to be tomorrow. Then you got to be. Thanks, Yvonne. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Oh, this has been wonderful. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am actually feeling so much better. Well, you know, yeah, it's that, something that you carry the breathing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The burden so with the breathing. That. Yeah, because yeah. what I almost what I almost died from back in seventeen was um, chronic bronchitis, oh, and wow. um, yeah. yeah, yeah, and of course I still have it. So yeah, I've still got, I've got the inhaler too. When I can't catch my breath, I'll definitely take a you know take a puff. And mm. uh, yeah, in the past three weeks, I've been puffing more than ever. I mean, I can go for weeks without using my inhaler, but this past three weeks, I'm using it constantly because I can't breathe. Anyway, mm. that's enough. No more whining. I'm done. I'm done. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna be at peace with everything, no matter what it is. I'm just gonna be at peace. Oh, and another thing, I must tell you. I must share this with you. Is that four times a year? Because my husband is not like me at all. We are so different. It's ridiculous. But in any event, he goes out. He does all the shopping. He does everything outside. He takes care of everything, so I don't have to move. And as a well, of course, I've been doing this for him for years. What I do is every three months, every three months at the beginning of um, December, March, June, and September, I send him down to Bellingham, Washington, where he goes to the casino because he loves to play the slot machines. So I Aww. send him down with a, a list of things that I can't get here to bring home. And I say, go for three or four days, have a good time. He leaves first thing Monday morning, he comes home Thursday late afternoon. I say, go, have fun. Uh, Yeah. I do. I do. Because he's such a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Oh, that's nice. I don't know what I would do without my angels. I have an angel that does my grocery shopping, an angel that does my laundry, Um, Mm. you know, angel that takes me to doctor's appointments and and to yeah. get my medicine. So, um, mm-hmm. I, you know, God sent me angels, and I just am yeah. so grateful. Cause I, I, you know, yeah. that's just the way I it am is. Too. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm very grateful to have him here doing things for me. He doesn't do laundry. Everything in the house, I do. I do everything in mm-hmm. the house, and I prepare a meal for him every single evening without fail mm-hmm. and serve it to him on a tray because he likes to watch the news while he eats. So he gets a tray mm-hmm. of supper whatever he wants every single night. So, um, you know, like we, it's a lot of give and take in our household here, and there always has been. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah, and that's so, true you know. relationship. That's a good. Yeah, that's is. a true relationship. Yeah, yeah, it it's is. giving and receiving mm-hmm. are the one. Yeah, yes. I missed yeah. that. What was that? Giving and receiving. A, oh a, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. There's a lot of lot of giving yeah. and receiving in this household. Totally. Yeah, and he goes away. Yeah. I don't bug him. I don't not con- I don't phone him. I don't text him. Nothing. It's just like, you go, you have a good time, and I'll see you when you get home. And he texts me every night just to say goodnight and, you know, like that. Uh, and that's about it. Yeah. I hope he, yeah, does, he win on, does he win on the slot? He has had it hit like a nice jackpot? Uh, well, last trip, he came home with $2,000. <laughs> ah, that's nice. Ooh, yeah. well, that's when I used nice. to go down with him, when we used to take our our every three months trips we used to take them together and i used to win all the time in fact one time i won a ten thousand dollar jackpot but i always used to win yeah Mm. and so you know and he was constantly losing well now i've got i've got him reading uh the seth material and i've I've shared this with you girls so i've got him reading that stuff so now he knows what to do so the last time he went down he applied everything that we had been talking about he applied it Mm. and he came home with two grand (laughs) oh i like that Wow. Yeah, I know, except that I, I forgot to tell him that this is not meant for any kind of personal gain, this information. It's, you know, if it happens, she use it. But, and I never did. I never did it consciously. I mean, I just won. I mean, that was just it. <laughs> but That's in any good. event, he has a good time. And if he loses, so what? I don't care. I don't no, care. I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. great. I'm so happy for you guys. I mean, my husband yeah. was like that too. We we were oh, so into making each other happy that we were yes. both, you know, the cool thing about the giving and receiving is one is if you're both intent on giving to the other, you mm-hmm. both naturally receive, you know. It's just yeah. the way it works. Right? You know, it does without, doing, without, no planning. Yeah, without any no, kind of planning whatsoever. All you have without, to do is, so, yeah, focus on giving and extending love. Yeah. They are focused yeah. on giving and extending love, and you both yeah. end up being loved. <laughs> yeah, and it's exactly. only when you fall into that ego-getting mechanism, yeah. you know, that ego yeah, 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 wants yeah. to get. Then you should get, you yeah. switch over from giving to wanting to get. Every The whole thing no. falls apart. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I did all of this with very little discussion. Very little discussion. In fact, I can count on one hand the number of arguments we've had in the last 27 years. If that. I'm serious. We have not ever had a, well, we have had a few, you know, close to packing my bags and, you know, F you, I'm out of here. You know, we had a couple of those. But fortunately, we each ran into another soul that basically said, what the hell is going on? What is it that you are doing or not doing? you know, to each of us. And, of course, it just kind of smoothed over, and it never gets brought up. We never bring up anything from the past. You know, we've had a discussion. It's done. It's over. That's it. Every day's a new day. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah. To let it go. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Anyway. Old news that's kind never of, good news. <laughs> never. <laughs> well, no, so we, the past, we do steer. The past, we leave the past behind because the past is yeah. gone. The future yeah. we don't know. So you just take yeah. the moment from the present, you know, and enjoy yeah. them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so these these last few weeks have been 
quite something else. And I still can't shake the idea of going from the sweating to the chills, and I don't know how to get rid of it all. Anyway, I will just smile benignly. Go ahead. Judy, I'll come visit you, and I'll give you a lot of hugs. How about that? Oh, oh. (laughs) right. But we need hugs. Oh, Yvonne. (laughs) Warm me up. if I I'll oh, send you if I would, lots of love. Uh, thank you. I just you know it's just like so many people over the last mm-hmm. over the last four years since this nutsiness has has assailed our our world. So many people have called and said, you know, can I come and visit you? And I always say no. I say no. Yeah. This is a no visit zone. I am. You know, that's how badly. I mean, and I don't want to go into self-judgment here, but that is how strongly I am feeling about just being on my own for this time. No visitors. I don't go visiting anybody. And in fact, one of, one of my uh, friends, I've known her for about over, what, 23, 25 years, something like that. Anyway, she popped by one day. And I didn't answer the door because I thought it was Barry, and I was pissed at him for that day for whatever reason I wasn't going to answer the door. Anyway, so she came around the back, where I usually sit in my family room. And I had the screen door open because I think it was May that she came by, April or May. And it was so good to see her. And I, I didn't freak out. I just accepted it. She was here. She needed to see me that badly for whatever reason. And she did. And we had a little chat. And then she left. And, you know, and then she phoned me. I guess it was about a week or so later. She said, I am so sorry. She said, I know you're a no-visit zone and I am so sorry that I intruded I will never do that again she sounded so guilty I felt so bad for her I did and I just said to her it's not that important I'm okay you're okay it's okay I said I was really glad to see you anyway yeah (sighs) it's rough I'm telling you what my choices have been have been very rough so I you know oh and it's not that I don't like, I love you. I would love to see every single one of you in person and hug you and hug you and hug you and hug you. I would. I would. And I don't. So that's where I'm at. That's, that's my tightrope tight right, right now. What I want and what I'm doing and what I'm choosing to do. So that's how I am. That's where I'm at. And it's fine. It's yeah, fine. I, I'm... I, I have to say that it is fine. If I don't it's say that, funny. I will as long as you don't, you, yeah, as long as you don't stay in fear, you know, exactly. um, because fear is not. Yeah. Fear is not. Yeah. Um, I remember one time, you know, when I gave up smoking, I said to Jesus, you know, I really enjoy smoking, you know, and he mm-hmm. and he told me, he says, you either have to give up smoking or you have to give up the guilt about smoking, because the yes. guilt is is the leading cause in the demise of imaginary oh. body. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, so oh, you either have to heal the fear or stop feeling guilty about it because you're, like, stuck in the middle of, like, a tug of war. I can feel it yeah. in your energy. You yeah, are. Because right. you yeah. can say, you can say, I'm not going to blame myself. The whole time mm-hmm. you're blaming yourself. True enough. You know, give up the guilt. Just give up the guilt. You you know, this is a free country. If you want to lock yourself in the bathroom, you can. You know? (laughs) Yeah. You'll have have your husband bring a hot plate in there or something. I don't know. But, you know, 
you must have got, you are answering child. You are a child of God. You are a perfect creation. Do you think God gives a hoot whether you go out or not? You know? You're right. Yeah, but you know, the, the hermits that, You're you know, right. go off into the wilderness and live away from society. Because uh, Jesus. You went to the yeah. desert for 40 days, you know? Right. Yeah, I know. He wanted to be alone. <laughs> I know. So do I. <laughs> I guess I must want to be alone. I know that I I know that I'm very comfortable with my own company. And even when Barry goes away, I mean, the only reaction I have is the first thing Monday morning, I feel a sense of abandonment. And so I talk myself out of that. I get rid of that really quickly. Okay. Mm. And then I'm fine for the rest of the four days. I like my own company. I am comfortable by myself. Me too. Me too. I am too. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know you do. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know, but you're absolutely I just hang right out with that. Jesus. I just hang out with uh, Jesus all the time. <laughs> God, I'd wish I'd been raised a Christian in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the Jesus that the Christians taught me about, that the Catholics yes, taught me about. I, no, you know, I took, this is not the Jesus they taught me about. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> and remember, Jesus is Jewish. That's true, too. That's true, too. I mean, I can think of him as my brother and feel quite legitimate in that regard. Yeah, my love. You know, in this physical illusion. I mean, that, too, is an illusion. That's right. So, I, uh, yeah. But seriously, that, that, is, that is good. I can do that. I can do that. Like, I've never had a, an issue around the subject or of, of Jesus. Never. Okay. I guess it's just been the, the, all the other stuff, all the collateral damage around oh, that I yeah. grew up with. You know, like mm-hmm. in the schoolyard, I was, I was uh, pointed at and shouted at for killing Jesus. And it was like, you know, I was, I think I was yeah. in third grade or something. I was like eight years old or something like that. You know, and I just ran home and I, and I asked my mom, I said, did, did, did I kill Jesus? You know? And of course, now I can laugh oh about it. But that's I believe, oh, my God. It's awful. Well, see, I just think of when I say Jesus, Jesus represents higher Mm -hmm. consciousness, Christ mind. You know, you can call it Mickey Mouse if you want. I mean, you can call it whatever. You can call it, you know, the universe. You can call it whatever you feel comfortable with. But what it represents is the part of my mind that's still connected to truth and God. And I hear it as thought. I do not think. You know, they're it's okay. like there's no thinking involved. They, the oh, thoughts are I, just delivered to my mind. No thinking. No you. thinking. Yeah, no, I get it, and I didn't have to think about it. I just, I got it, and I don't even know what I'm thinking because I'm not thinking anything, but I just got what you said. I did. I got it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, you then. Know, but, you know, Judy, it's like I, I say it all the time. God hears and knows everything that we we need. And like here came, and like even Yvonne said, you know, this particular reading tonight, an exercise in forgetting. Is it a coincidence? Mm. No. <laughs> you know, uh-uh. you know, yeah. We, we, we are here right now where we're supposed to be. Reading is <sighs> exact Because God knows that you needed to hear it. 
I did. I did. Big time. And the fact that you were able to share it with like souls and know that you're loved no matter what and no judgment on either side from us or even for yourself. You are a child I of feel God that. in your world. And you are perfect in his heart. I feel that right this minute. I do. Thank and you. I feel, I don't know, babe, I feel very, maybe it's not the right, like honored that you chose to have us, these souls, my soul, Lana, not humans, the souls, mm-hmm. on your journey to help you at this moment. And I appreciate each and every one of you. Paula, Lana, Yvonne, I can't even begin to tell you. Yeah. That's what love is all about. You don't even have to say thank you. Like, that's our purpose. Love ourselves, our brothers, our sisters, see the perfection in them and see nothing other than the love that God feels for all of us. And what we do when he laughs and says, my children, what are you doing? Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm sure I'm probably going to go into hysteria afterwards. <laughs> or even now, I mean, oh, my God. <laughs> and that's the conversation I had today in dialoguing with some people. You know, God created us. God created us because he wanted to feel us, life. And yeah, he's us. So you're, yeah. what you're feeling, God is there. With, he's with you. It's, yeah. It's, you are one. Yes. And yes. It's like, this is, um, this is God experiencing God life. Through yes. me. Through me. God mm-hmm. is experiencing right now through me. Yes. Right. And let me tell mm-hmm. you how happy God is. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. With everything. That's why we say God is in everything. God is everything. everything. Yes. Yes. That's right, Paul. Oh, wow. God is in everything. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so cool because oh. it's in us, through us, as us. We're just, yeah. God's uh-huh. just experiencing himself. Yeah, you know, uh-huh. because if you're the all of everything, if you're the all of everything, and, um, well, of course, the law that tells you that without relationship, you don't exist. So <laughs> God created a son so he could experience itself. itself. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and it's pure love. That's why the, where the oneness is. My father and I are one. Yes, we are. That's so cool. I mean, you don't go around saying you're God. That'll get you in trouble. In fact, oh my I never had any doubt. They get yeah. pretty radical when you start saying you're God. So, but you know it. You know it. Yes. Yes. Well, I understand that that people do get rather radical when I say that. However, I have been saying that for years because I believe it. I believe that we are all God. And what's not yeah. to love about us? What's not to love about everything that we do? So when I go into my own self-judgment, that's where I, I, that's where I get tripped up. That's where I get tripped up. So, and you mentioned something earlier about overcoming fear. And mm-hmm. there's, 
Yeah, that's another one. I, I've still got some fear and I've still got some judgment. I know this. I know this. And I know that the way to get rid of it is not through my intellect. It's not through my thinking mind. It's through my feeling. It's through thoughts I don't think. It's through pure feeling and pure experiencing of the love of God within me. Yeah. Why you feel so bad is because of you know, the fear is like a blasphemy. You know, if you're yeah. saying, if you know, and I think you do, that you're one with God, to be in a fearful state is to be not that God. Is so it's like a, yeah. it's blasphemous. I mean, that's yeah, I blasphemous. It's not acknowledging the truth about yourself. And it's disharmony because you're not being your natural, authentic self. So there's disharmony there which causes that um, angst yeah. or that conflict. Yeah. You're not at peace. You can't be at peace if you're not being, um, if we're not being our true and authentic self. And that's yeah. hard to do. I mean, tonight, I mean, I just felt your authenticity just being so honest and how powerful that was, you know, just to, you know, just to tell us about, you know. Okay. I have yeah, to. so it's. Yeah. yeah, and you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You are. And that's where, I, that's where I do tend to run into my own personal little challenge is to just latch on to that feeling, that feeling of peace, that feeling of love, that feeling of just knowing where it's known and I'm certain about it. And I've had those feelings. I've had periods of that. And when I'm not in it, I don't feel right. And I think that's what I'm just kind of grappling with right now. So thank well, you, you all are, for everything. I, you, are human. you are human. You are human. You know. True. You can't be yeah. always up on that. You've got to go up and down. Yeah. If you go up, you're going to go down. So we just have to True deal enough. with the, 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 you know, when we don't feel the best, when we don't feel great. you just got to go with that, too, because we are human. I mean, that's, yeah. that's my take. Yeah. So you're absolutely right, and you're, mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. And I, I thank you for mm-hmm. listening to my whining about the past three weeks or however the heck long it's been about this stupid whatever it is, this, this physical nonsense that I've been experiencing. It's just more difficult when I'm not feeling physically fit. It's just more difficult yeah. to get that feeling of love, that feeling of peace, that chronic feeling of peace when I'm feeling chronically nauseous. So, you know what I'm saying. It's just difficult. So that's where I'm at right now. And I just want to thank you all and appreciate you all so much for just allowing me to be this, this, whatever this is. <laughs> I'll you know, you know, tonight. <laughs> Judy, you know, I'm sitting here feeling kind of sad because I have a very good friend. And as you were speaking, what you've been feeling, and she had COVID when we went through, you know, pandemic. And she hasn't been the same since. And every day when I speak to her, you know, she has these moments where she's energetic, gets up, takes a shower. All of a sudden, like, this feeling comes over her. She loses all her energy. And she just feels overall sick. 
And she goes to doctors and they say her heart's okay, her lungs are okay. And she just doesn't know. Now, she knows my path because she's, even though she's a Catholic, we've, you know, over the years, I, you know, she let, she allows me and I talk and, but, you know, and she, you know, she, I would say spiritual in her own way, but she's still that, you know, that Catholic girl. So we don't, I don't push it too far, you know. Mm. But I wish that she was on the journey with me as far as spirituality. Because, I, you know, when she's in fear, you know, and I, I try to help her, you know, say, you know, we'll try to think of it this way, but, you know, I cannot go too far because she won't accept some of the things I would say, you know? Yeah. That's why when I'm sitting and listening to you and I'm saying I wish I could say to her, you know, and, you know, think of it this way. Look at God this way. Like she keeps saying, like, why is God doing this, you know? And, and I, I said, because God loves you, you know, don't look at it, you know, and I try to, you know, kind of tell her she's okay, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's so hard, it's and I love her so much. It is hard, you know. Paula, I yeah, have a friend is. in Maryland, and she's a devout Catholic, and you know my history mm-hmm. with them, but... Um, when we have a con, we we don't talk about religion a lot, but or very often. Right. But when we do, when we talk about Holy Spirit and how Holy Spirit works in our life, and giving things to Holy Spirit, and uh, letting Holy Spirit do it for us, she relates to that. She re- because Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity, oh. and she really yeah. relates to it. And I can share honestly you know, about my experience of Holy Spirit. She has, you know, and she might have experience with Holy Spirit, but regardless mm-hmm. of what, you know, she doesn't have to be in metaphysics to to know that giving something to Holy Spirit will lighten you up, you know. Yeah. Um, Labels. Yeah. Labels. Identify. Yeah, it's like, it's like in, in A Course in Miracles, it says to talk to people at their level, and that means using words that they can relate to. So yeah, mm-hmm. so that that's that's yeah. awesome. So it, so Paula, yeah. if your friend relates to Holy Spirit, talk in those terms, and get her. Yeah, like, that's you know, how you get her. Yeah, listen. you know she'll listen, and then when I hear she's in fear, and you know I'll say like, all right, try not, you know, don't go into it, you know, uh, try like to let, you know, don't allow it to take you over, you know, give it over to God, you know, I'll say like. Just let God handle it for you, you know, you know, and you know. I, but I can just, you know, we'll talk, and 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 the best thing that I can do for her, and we do, we we laugh a lot. And when she starts laughing, she forgets all her That's ailments. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Yep. And That's we, the remedy. I can get on a subject and she gets hysterical laughing and I just so enjoy hearing her laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and on the yeah. silliest, stupid thing, we, we, we would laugh like, you know, I, I can't even tell you some of the things because then I, you know, <laughs> we just laugh. <laughs> like yeah. when she's really feeling, I, I think I mentioned this one night to Judy on the phone. Like, we have a pact that when we're both ready to exit this world, 
there was that movie <laughs> Selma and Louise, and they get this convertible, and they go over <laughs> the edge. Anybody see that movie? Yeah, that's hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. So we're Selma Selma and Louise, and I'll say, all right, (laughs) I'm getting the motor. I'm in the car. I said, I'm ripping up the motor. You ready? He said, all right, I'll meet you. What do you want me to meet? (laughs) But we got to go together. I'll jump out the last minute. You know, we start laughing. Like when things are really bad, I said, okay, I got the car ready. I'll pick you up. We're gone. We're going. We're going. Today we that's definitely pretty, go. That's so funny. That's, that's cool. great that you guys can do that. Laugh at that. I, that's I, wonderful. You know, and you know, she, and that's how my I, I get through to her, and I, you know, get her mind off what's going on, and you know, we just find something silly. Like we get silly together, my two silly kids, and it's so good. Any you know other say laughter is the best medicine. Yep, mm-hmm. it is. Phil, Phil Tesler said, "Don't forget to laugh. Don't forget to laugh." You know, yeah, we know. Yep. I will find any excuse to help her laugh, and I, I'll get off on something so ridiculous that she has no choice but to laugh. You know? Good for <laughs> you. That, good for you. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. You're a good friend. I love her. You're a good friend. Yeah, I, I love her. I just love that woman. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. My <sighs> and that's what we hear, you know, if we can in any way, shape or form develop the relationships that we're helping each other. You know, like mm-hmm. bring peace, a laugh or a touch or a smile. That's our purpose, you know? Yep. And getting, you know, even just getting, you know, on a phone, if you don't, I have, I don't get to even see her that much anymore because she just hasn't the strength to get dressed and go out of the house, you know? So she's, no, no, don't come down. I'm not in the mood, you know, to visit. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. stay on the phone with her for an hour or two, like as if I was sitting in her kitchen, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so kind of you. Oh, that's so loving. I mean, that's, wow. It is. That's beautiful, it is. Paula. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. You're doing God's work, Paula. No, you know, we do it in our, we do what we need to do. We, you yeah. Know, we, I'm sure that's you right. have friends that, you know, or even family, you know, you just know you have to be there at that moment, you know, and laugh or, you know try to get their mind off what's going on. And, and you know, when when you were talking how you feel, Judy, and I listened to her, like, I, I spoke to her this morning, and she said, I got up, I showered, I was, my daughter was, my two daughters and my sister was coming over, we were going out to lunch. And all of a sudden, this feeling comes over me. My legs feel like they weigh tons. And I just can't even think straight. And she said, I, I just laid down. And, and I, you know, I, I just, and she, and that's what she does. You know, why is this happening? What's this going on? What's going on? And she has no answers. Nobody has answers to her. Yeah. That sounds like what they call long COVID. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was another reason why I, 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 I was fearful of getting it. I didn't want to get it. I never wanted to be sick again. I just never wanted to be sick again. And then the thought of that happening to me every day, single day for the rest of my life was just, that's just not, not, no, no not in my reality. Not going to happen. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we're, just, you know, we're all here with a purpose. And yes. I don't know, you know, we don't know, and we take one moment at a time and do the best we can with what we got, right? Right. Right. We all do. We all do. Yeah. Well, it sounds like Lana and I have the same kind of lifestyle. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I could be a cloistered nun, you know. I could too. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in training, you know. <laughs> in your next incarnation, <laughs> I'm I'm in training for my next incarnation, right? <laughs> Just come visit me at the monastery. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can say I'll meet you at the nunnery. <laughs> you know what? You know what, Paul? When you're talking about making each other laugh, I I found with my daughter, you know, because she's she sounds a little bit like your friend. She's just in a really her life is so seems to be so complicated, and I I just try to make her laugh. And the best way to make her laugh is she you know she has a boyfriend, a new boyfriend. So all I have to do is start talking about sex, and she finds that hysterical. <laughs> that I would have any thoughts or opinions on sex, yeah. you know. And she just with laughter. I know it's the funniest thing. I said I had a life once. <laughs> I know. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> What? Yeah. <laughs> I live my life I because I, I'm like, married oh. to Jesus doesn't mean I don't have thoughts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you were, you you used to say that you were you were born, you know. I didn't conceive without conception. <laughs> right, I'm the reminder she's not the immaculate conception, right? That's right. <laughs> They just—I don't know. Children just look at parents like you know. We're like, I don't know. (laughs) You you just—you never had a life. Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. According to them, we never had a life because their lives began when they were born, and we had already lived—you know—a good, good many years. But they don't even take that into consideration, like ever. (laughs) No. First not. Just get this side eye, mom, mom, mom. Well, ladies, you wouldn't mind if I call it a night. I'm a little out of it. No, I'm about ready no. to, Paul. You guys, this is a great call. And, oh, this is always a great call. I feel like you're like my best buds. My Wednesday night, go out with the girls night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That's it. Girls I know. night I out. I feel the same way, too. That's the way it feels. Yeah, to girls me. night out. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Oh, well, this, oh, what I can I say? So. I do love you. I, look, I love you all so much. Yeah. I look forward to these Wednesday nights. <laughs> you know, me too. <laughs> I do. Right. Okie dokie, guys. Good night. Sweet dreams. Good love night. you. Take care of yourself. Sweet dreams, everybody. You 
Good night, all. Love you. Night. Night. Bye, Paula. Bye-bye. Take care. See you around. (laughs) Yep. Bye. Can't do this right yet.